0: Welcome. It's time for Catalog and Cocktails, your honest, no BS, non-salesy conversation about enterprise data management presented by Data.World, coming to you live from Big Data London in London at the Olympia. And uh, we're very excited to have a special guest today. Um, We'll introduce him in just a second. Juan, my co-host, Tim Gasper, also here. Juan, how how are you doing? I'm I'm very excited. This has been a great day.
1: Finally, finally, we got the famous, the infamous Chris Tab, Chris the co founder of LEIT, points to say LEIT data, yeah. but, but most importantly, the Mean Data Streets, mm-hmm. the LinkedIn Mean Data Streets.
2: This is a high a high level, high passion day today. It's, it's great to be here, with you two guys. I, I I, think I first gate crashed one of your shows you're doing with Joe uh, the last 15 minutes. Oh, I, nice. oh, yeah. I, remember. <laughs> I remember, yeah. Uh, and, and I when I was watching you on there being. I mean, this guy's got guy as fast as me in talkers and, and Ramsy as I do. So, Yeah, I'm going to try sure. and get to the level, but uh, we're, we're, we're trying <laughs> there. Uh, all right, with all right time let's pick
1: up. Uh, so, tell us So, what are we yeah, drinking? Cheers. What are we uh, toasting uh, for? We're
2: toasting to Big Data London for a big success and for the high performance data debate that starts at 6 p.m. within Big Data London in the theatre called the Decision Analytics. List. So decisions. Yeah. yeah. So
1: it is. We're live. It's yep. 4 p.m. UK time right now. We can usually mm-hmm. use 4 p.m. Central time, but so, we, so this get all coordinated. After yep. this, we're going to your going to your panel. I'm going to be on one of those yes, panels. But yeah. all right. So, look, cheers to Big Data London. Yeah, cheers. Cheers this is London. a very packed yeah. event.
2: It is. It's at, yeah, epic, epic event. Hmm. All right. So, so No more
1: question. So, mean data streets. Mean data streets. So, what's the meanest street you've been on?
2: <sighs> I I'd say it was the old Microsoft mean data streets of uh, DTS. <laughs> yes <laughs> that's if anyone knows let's go back that's predates SSIS so uh, but i suppose jokes are that's what a technology mean data streams is i suppose where the mean data were born and um the, the the term i suppose it came from another linkedin rant sometime where um people were we were um talking about how how tough things are and this not working and why is it so complex and why have we got so many moving parts and create the modern data stack you know and Model data stack, mean data streets, yeah, so um, the mean data streets were warm. Um, I've walked many, many mean streets in my life, um, not all of them mean data, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I suppose. I, I, I didn't
0: mean, fully realize the acronym was meant to align Yeah, there. I just realized MDS. right now, MDS. Uh,
2: so, so now, now I'm thinking we're in the the uh, business data stack now. So we're in the BDS era. Yeah. So I think I think I did a post about this a little while ago the, where the the, the, the bullshit yeah, data streets. Yeah, or? yeah, we, we yeah. <laughs> uh, seeing we are on the no BS, uh, no, yeah. honest no BS one. it's yeah, Not about, not about but... And uh, I think the prehistoric, pre-historic data streets were, uh, were, uh, were were back back in back in the, the days. Uh, um Come the on. modern well you can't help that's that's the yeah that's, that's the beginning <laughs> of the of that but yeah maybe the the days where uh, the teaser terror rules uh rule the streets for them um, yeah you don't hear much of them well the teaser acquired by ibm years ago mm-hmm. Teradata, Teradata, are, they, are they here yeah. no ah, uh, i don't know they're here <laughs>
0: yeah. they're around yeah they're around. Uh, yeah. yeah okay
1: no. Okay, have you been on any mean streets?
0: Mean data streets? I don't know about mean data streets. Uh, they've been pretty nice to me, but uh, you know what? I, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. We've got some mean streets in, in Cleveland, Ohio. And
1: I, and I grew up in Columbia.
2: Oh, okay. well, okay. I
1: can think about yeah. some mean streets in Columbia. Yeah,
2: no, I, I, think, I think the streets I grew up in Crackville are not quite as mean as uh, is that.
1: All right, well, let's kick it off. All right, let's keep it very simple. Honest, yeah. no BS. What? Yeah.
2: You mean by business value here for those data folks? Mm-hmm. So, and I, I did a post about this recently. Uh, is it is it an overused term? You know, everyone starts talking about value, and the work I've been doing with Matt Housley, we've been trying to break down uh, you know, just that term, business value, and trying to articulate that into one sentence. And we've done a few iterations of that, and, and the current iteration is uh, business. Uh, business value is a uh, evidenceable. Um, positive impact on your business performance or your company performance. And you know, we've had a few is it is it all about profit? And you know, and I don't think it is. I think when we're doing the work on this, you know, not everything can be directly attributed to to profit. And I suppose there's a time dimension to it as well because you know, if it's intraday, you know, sorry, within a year, you know, you're, you're looking at adding business value within a financial year. That's what your CFO is going to want. Right. And uh, you take the, the very extreme extreme example of Uber. You know, Uber was operating uh, uh 80, 83 billion, I think, that it, that it ran till it made a uh, started making a profit. So that's a long runway. Mm. And um, anyone out there that's you know, in the startup world. You know, that's that's a lot of money uh, to go and test test a theory. Um, so that was over 10, 10, 12 years, I think. I can't remember really exactly. I mean, yeah. twelve years. So, yeah, you know, I don't think anyone would have gone right. But it's a really good idea. In twelve years, we're going to make you some money. And by the way, we'll have some more, we'll have some more, we'll have some more. <laughs> on the journey. Um, it's pretty amazing how some companies yeah. can just kind of yeah,
0: yeah. You know, it, keep going without a profit for quite
2: a while, right? Yeah, and uh, I suppose it's, it's when you I suppose it's like the the money pit thing is. Yeah, once you've committed to it, you are got to make it work. Otherwise, you've got no other options. But obviously, they have. They have made it, made a profit now, and you know it is. You know, everyone but, knows who they are.
1: But that doesn't mean that data teams can go off and. Uh, oh, no, be no.
2: <laughs> I, I, I think that that's part of the part of things. Yeah, you know, those days are gone, and I don't think they went into that approach thinking it's going to take them that long. But I suppose it's what mode. We, so, so that's the term we think to business value, and then there's what business value mode your company is in. Oh. and if you think of i mentioned earlier your cFO wants to see some uh some some gain some some value within that financial year so you're in a fiscal fiscal mode you know it has to be within that one if you've got someone that's looking you know, forward thinking that they've, they've got a strategy of getting a bit of market share you know four or five years you're in growth mode and the third mode we've, we've named is 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 a, is a hybrid so it's where you're using optimization, so cost savings, to fuel or either pay for entirely or uh, um, contribute towards some growth activities. Mm, so, um, and you know, as with any planning activity, you know, people throwing money at it, you know, you can get good. But if, if you have some controls and make sure that, okay, right, we're, we're not just gonna we're, we're gonna, we're gonna look to see a balanced approach. Of where we can save some money, so to 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 help with 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 fueling any any growth. So, so I like these kind of three modes that you're talking yeah. about here. I imagine the hybrid mode
0: is going to be some mixing and matching between yeah. sort of the first two modes. So maybe let's focus on those two modes a little bit: fiscal yeah. mode, growth mode. Like so, maybe fiscal mode. That's the first yeah. one you mentioned. What what would be some examples of like evidenceable positive impact so, when yeah. you're in fiscal mode? And,
2: and I think so. Some things, and it's all about the. The, t- the time that you can actually make change in your organisation. So yeah. I've got a thing about competitive advantage, but I think has, has mm-hmm. some value to it as well. Yeah. But um, same so example, you're in a very good, a good organisation, and you get new features out regularly. Um, you know, you've got opportunities to to satisfy that fiscal mode um, scenario. So your your CFO is going to say, right, this is the budget. You know, I need to save some money. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to shop that project that you know. Is going to be your future for next year, you know, and and, you know, you don't you do that you think Well, the business is not going to not going to survive well out there So you need to look at what you can what you can do to uh, With some quick wins. You know those I hate the term the low hanging fruit and you look at I'll give you one example of um, onboarding process. So I I like to use the term friction sometimes as well is that friction is the time complexity and effort to doing some something and if you're signing up to a new service or something like that and you've got to fill in so many forms, you've got to then go and submit and wait to come back for a verification. That process, you'll get dropped. Um, in, in banks, you're going to have KYC checks as well, And depending on what people you use, how, how sophisticated they are. You may be refusing people that actually weren't were, were good or other way around. So you may be right. taking people on that actually weren't fortunate. So, if you can target those two scenarios and optimize that within a financial year, you can you can um, decrease your conversion, decrease the cost of conversion, converting new clients or onboarding new clients. You're going to those clients are going to come on board that year. They're going to add more money, more revenue within that financial year. So there's there's an example of of, a, of physical. I, I think I think the growth one is. We're, we're we're probably living a big data to London is a good example of that. There's a lot of vendors out here, all all, all in the same place. Um, they don't have the luxury of just waiting to see if they can organically grow. There will be loss making for, a while and you know, and in the same in the same way in your organisation, um, taking out of the, the, the technology or product, it's it's all about getting customers, here you know, Or, or um, and if you're going to have to do some deals to go and you know, get a larger market share and even run at a loss for a little bit or run at a, maybe not a full loss, but you know, it's it, it subsidized, so it's, you are know, you're, you're not making the margin that you would expect, or maybe your shareholders would even want at that point. But you know if you can get them on board, you've got a sticky product. That means that they're not gonna go off anywhere else and you now have got four or five years worth of a loyal customer. Um, that all adds up. So in year five, what you've been able to, what you've been able to, uh, um, the profit you provide that one is going to be much more than if you've gone in a, a fiscal mode. Um, um, yeah, so that, and, and I think things that fall into that growth mode, is that building a data platform, building a building a data capability in the organisation, it costs a lot of money. And go back to that business value or well, the term ROI that was used earlier as well is. Sometimes it's very hard to justify that, and you need to build credibility. You need to you need to provide evidenceable things you can relate to, and it may be for the first first time, first period of a, a company, you know, that, that that overhead, building that platform, getting all those, getting that good data ops capability in place, getting a, a good data cataloging, or getting the the the, the, the business working well, streamlined with, with, with your data center. you may. That may take six to nine months, or eight, or twelve months to get it working really well. Hopefully, you may be able to do some things on the side that can that can keep the business happy and and, and not not just have uh, having incre- adding incremental value while on that journey. But sometimes it, it, it's not very really possible to actually get it within that fiscal year. Um, I think in, in, in the, the book, the one, the one of the sub articles that we should be out soon, um, we we talk about. Um, yeah, it's that evidence piece as well, and the the more some things you can't always evidence, and some some things you're going to need to um, you you know you know that they're going to be needed in the long run to build up your your data vision or data plan. All right, so, so I got a
1: couple things. Yep. One is we'll have a drink ready. yeah, go yeah. drink. Yeah, go drink. That was a lot, but you know, <laughs> we're taking notes. We're taking notes. So one thing on the fiscal mode, I think this is kind of like straightforward, like yeah, you gotta make money, save money, how you can help them do that. Yeah. But one thing that I really take it away here is the friction. Mm. So I think is when you identify where that fr- you know, like, you should be looking for that friction and yep. figure out like that's energy, those are people. Let's go figure out what's there because maybe there's an opportunity to go help. Yep. Yeah. So I think that was a really key thing that you said. I
2: I as that's good. I how I link that is to business processes now. is it? because as soon as you can't measure friction oh, until you have a business this process is, to hang it off.
1: This, this is something that is, is, uh, is coming up a lot with the folks who we're talking about yep. is it. about, let's go figure out our business processes. And the business processes, it's connected to everything. This yep. is why I love yep. crafts, right? Everything is connected. Yep. And then what goes into the processes, people, decision, all that stuff, data goes into these processes. That's why everything is connected. So. Fully agree. I think yeah, We need to get yeah. focus on that.
2: Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, we're talking about again companies, and I, I tell you when I've seen business processes implemented, and why why I think it, it is a missing missing piece of puzzle that I don't think companies have enough focus on. Mm-hmm. I've only ever seen them defined in large transformations where you need to go in there and you're merging, maybe a merge acquisition, you know, or people have to understand it because. You have to work out how you're going to separate these two organisations, or combine these two organisations, yeah. or where you can, where you can combine parts of the, the, the process, and see where the best ones are. Um, I've never seen any company ever maintain those processes after the event, and I'm sure that I know there's been business process changes. They they don't go and change. It. Um, so I, I do think there's a uh, we, we said data modelling got got got, a, got brought back to life. You know, it got the CPR. It was it was dead for a while. Uh, in the early days of the modern data stack, you know, it's come back and it's really good, that's back. I think that whole taking that modeling and, you know, what you talk about, you know, the, the knowledge graphs and everything all being linked, you know, it, 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 is, it is all linked. And, and the easier we can collect that associated metadata so we can actually look at how everything's all joined up, um, your operational world and your analytics world sharing that same knowledge, bringing that all together, you, you, you're going to, you're going to have that competitive I just mentioned earlier.
1: So, so, so I'm not saying it. you're saying it here that the that having all this metadata, getting yeah. it connected, like that's critical, yeah. to, that's yeah. critical for your operational efficiency yeah. within your organization.
2: I, I think, again, I, I always refer to posts i because that, that's how my brain works of how I gets things out. <laughs> but um, yeah, I call it the meta metadata. data. Uh, yeah. I think, maybe you think you've commented on that uh, yeah. uh, as well, is that um, we, we, everyone knows on Santa Fe now the benefits it can provide. I, I think it's now that educational piece of, okay, all of the data about the data and how that data about the data is used collectively together, there's so much value in that. There's so, it, it, we you go back to business process optimization, uh, fault detection before it's happening, uh, impact assessment of changes happening, the more you've got things connected, the more you can be confident that if you're gonna do a change, you're not gonna break anything. Go back to that competitive advantage thing advantage again is, if you're able to make a release every month, um, you're going to stay ahead of the game. You know you're you you're going to. Um, and I have this thought. I, I chat to I chat to uh, uh, Craig, uh, Craig quite a bit, where he he's talking about um, how you can how me- how you actually measure um, the associated value, and it 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 is hard. Yeah, to
1: to do to do that. So, so the other thing is that you brought up about like on the fiscal mode and the comparison with the growth mode is like you brought up the growth mode. You're saying, oh, we need to go for example. So we're going to invest to have a data capability organization how would this work in the hybrid is like well you can have this you can have like a push and pulls like well yeah i'm gonna go do this very quick yeah. ad hoc it doesn't, it doesn't scale but it doesn't matter I need it to do yeah, now yeah, yeah. but then you're not investing in the data capability so it's always like the balance of what i call efficiency I, resilience
2: yeah like, yeah what are your I, comments? and so i've got there's, there's another another view is that a salesperson right if they have three bad ones or two bad ones in a row they're out the door i think as a data team or data department you know you can't wait the cdo tenure time of how long they last 18 months reason why is because they've been given that much time to not deliver what they said so so if you're if you're able you're in that if you're in that hybrid mode and you need to be able to um uh, create create that incremental value you need to be able to have a good story at least every quarter all right so and if if and to keep That's the good. stakeholders on this board. is a really good point yeah so so it may slow you down and that may not be the most optimized path to get to your vision but you're more likely to achieve it because you keep the stakeholders on the journey and um yeah so, so if, if you make sure there's some quick win so there's something you've built that may, maybe it's, it's deviated slightly off the, the you know i suppose the the the, the quickest route that you, that you could have gone but you've you've had that good story because if you wait for that good story, nine months, 12 months, 18 months, everyone's lost interest by that, you know. They're, they're, got this so
1: this is an excellent point. So it's not like on one side, I'm, all, I'm only gonna do low-hanging fruit quick wins, or it doesn't mean I'm swinging the pendulum, and only doing the hard thing, getting to invest in it. It's like, no, keep some quick wins and balance this out. Now, yeah. what is the percentage? Yeah. Because when people are asking, what have you done for me yet? recently? You're like, I can show you the quick wins. Yeah. Better yeah. than showing nothing. Except- yeah.
2: And, and, it, and it links back to this—the the thing we were just chatting about a bit earlier. So uh, that word "evidence" law I used earlier. So if you take the legal, the legal, uh, legal use case or a legal world. Uh, so when you when you're going to uh, take your legal case to to them, um, you to have all the evidence. You to have a really good case to actually win that case. <clears throat> and um, you know, the, the, there's different sort of levels of, of courts of law and. You know, some will be a judge and a jury and some will just be a, a civil case where it, it, it's the um, the judge is actually the, the this one person he'll make that or he or she will make that decision um, so you, you need to start building up you building up good stories uh, that get you to that last a big criminal case you know you've got the, the, the judge the CEO you've got the CMO you've got the CFO you've got the CTO you got the CIO. you got your uh, risk officer as well, your revenue officer, you've got the whole C-suite as your jury. Who's the judge? The CEO. So, you need. If, if over that time you've had a number of small cases that you've won over the CRO, you did that for him, he loves you now. You then won over the CMO, She she's really happy with what you did for her as well, she's great. And you won over the CTO because you helped with something. You have helped all of them at some point. When you go and put that business case forward, um, you obviously have to make it a good business case. But the jurors, you've got credibility. You've got reference cases. Because yeah, as with Case Law, sixty-five on this day here. You know, when I delivered this this capability for you, was it success? Yes. Did I deliver it on budget? Yes. And i got credibility now. Yes, Judge, will you give me. Will you will you sign off this project for the next eighteen months for five million? Yes. But you'll never get that unless you. Unless you've got all those things, and if that may have taken you eighteen months to get that credibility or get that uh, that assurance that you know you are going to spend that money wisely, you are. I think you'll see CDOs in longer tenures. I think you'll see a CDO becoming five or six years because yeah. they, they are worth more. You know what they're adding. They're adding. They've made a difference. Yeah,
0: uh, I like this analogy a lot. I feel like it applies well to the sort of the politics that you have to play as you're trying to get your ideas through, right? And for those who are newer to the organization, don't have that credibility yet and things like that, you have to work that much harder yep. to prove, hey, trust me, like this thing, this investment that I'm gonna do, you know, especially if you're in a you know a hybrid situation and you're talking about some growth oriented investment and in activities that you want to do. Yep. You're asking people to go on a journey with
1: so, you. So so Thinking about who heads the, the data teams, uh, the CDO and stuff like, what should they have a tech background or should they not have a tech background? They should be more for the business, uh, and how would they like what background should the person have to be able to succeed if we follow this analogy? See, let's so right, by the way, it's interesting. It's we've had many, we've, had, we've, had, we've yeah. had many episodes where we like take an analogy and we just keep
2: banging on it. Yeah, so let's yeah, see yeah. how far we go to this yeah. one, yeah. Well, and I. I think I'm gonna give you. It depends. Uh, it's a hybrid yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. And I'll go through what it depends. I'll give you two two okay. scenarios. So, so, it's not quite a cop out. Full cop out. It's half cop out. Um, <laughs>
1: Appreciate the honest. No yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's
2: honest BS. It's on its BS day, so let's keep it real. Um, so, uh, it, and the, the rings, things it will depend on is size of organisation, maturity of organisation, size of the team. Um, that, 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 that's a fair. That, that, point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that that thing, but. Um, any 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 CDO out there, they need to have some technical capability, but they really need to be business focused. Uh, and and the more I think about the the role of the CDO, I don't think we've had the right CDOs or the right the right people. Okay. Yeah, I get,
1: yeah, yes. Yeah. This came up uh, recently. Actually, I was at the the CDO IQ conference, and, yeah. and so it's the CDO of Visa. Yeah, and he's non technical. Yeah. and he said he's like, oh, everybody's talking about 18 months and whatever, and like. You know, his, his point was like, I think we're hiring
2: the wrong people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think. So, I think. Well, having the word data in it, uh, it may steer you down a particular particular route. But uh, if I go back to that, the things we talk about about actually achieving this, it's not. You, you need to know what maybe the components are. You need to have a good architect working that that's giving you that vision. You go right, okay. Then you be mapping on. How do I achieve each of those little steps? With the guidance I've got which are the right order to do these things in. The main thing is selling, selling, marketing. You want to create that FOMO experience in your whole organization and go, I want what that team department got. Um, I want what that department got. And I think this leads me on to the the, the other thing that, you know, I, I I might be jumping ahead on some things you're gonna say. Mm-hmm. Is is um yeah, so it's having it, yeah, get create, creating that um creating that FOMO experience. You know, that's, that's uh, you're looking at our ah, eye. No, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't think the business understand what the data team does. Okay, so and I I, yeah, I did a post about this the Um but if you went to the business, say, what does HR do? They manage the onboarding of our stuff. Okay. I am a bit more than that, sorry if i upset the HR. But yeah, you have you have a you have a good understanding of what yeah, they do.
1: They can give a crisp answer immediately. Yeah,
2: it's it's a clear finance in our accounts and the and the paper. Um, Sales. They sell our products, easy. Marketing, they market our products. What a data team do? Oh, they run extracts and do some reports on us. No, no, that is not right. What the data team does is provide you the best opportunity with the use of data to make a positive impact on your business performance. They are, they are there as a service to add that business value that we talked about, increase your business performance. They should be seen as a capability, not, not, not as a, a function, that is just writing an extract and uh, building a new dashboard.
1: So what you just said, I agree. Now, wouldn't that fall into, like, operations? So the, what I'm driving towards is today, data, a lot of the CDOs that we see or data teams. They were to the CIO, the technology side, CIO, right? Yeah. Which is a cost center.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, yep. that's
1: why they're not, like, it's hard to make it close because it may make these cases for innovation moving things now what if you started moving towards the operation so it's like we need to get data teams like CDOs should start reporting to the coos
2: i mean the reporting lines it always comes up and and it, it's um i think we have confused things by having a cio cto and a cdo and i, I don't I think organizations that have the whole lot i'd love to see the the ro- Responsibilities between them all and actually understand, you know, actually see that they're clearly clear our overlap. I worked in situations where you know they have a CDA open because yeah, yes. they can't decide, you know, which one's doing and then do they own the underlying technology that's on there and it becomes very hard to understand what's in their remit and what's on their remit. Um, so, uh, yeah, any advice out there of, of you know when you're sitting on a phone, really map out what. What activities each, what ownership each of these people have, and then also when you define that, are you setting people up for failure? Maybe it's another reason. Why CDOs fail in months? because they've been set up to fail. They have not been given the ability to succeed or or, or, uh, options to succeed because um, they don't get the budget for the technology, they don't get the budget for the teams on, they're not in control of a cost center, And, and, and I think you know we, we, i talked about that that hybrid mode of, of you know you, you you need to you need to be seen all the business value tax as well uh, or putting your socks on tax I say, is you need to take take that money and own that and be responsible and accountable i mean that's rather, this is the
1: accountability
2: you've got to have accountability stuff because you know it's not cheap signing up to all this stuff so make sure you know you're getting your best bang for your buck you know um Going back to that, that selling rate, don't, don't make sure you don't commit to large, large projects that um, that you haven't proven it's going to work. Um, so yeah, I think it's that iterative way of providing value, but also an iterative way of building up your vision, your data product vision, your business value stack, or whatever you're going to call it, the business data stack, um, and yeah, um, be accountable for it, and don't have an emotional attachment, and to, into in the decisions that are already there. Is, oh, we need to use this because we've already bought it. Right, is it the right tool now? You know,
0: don't get caught up in sunk cost or, or, or yeah, what happened in the past. I, I, I like that you're kind of implying here that you know you give the CDO a massive agenda, and then if you don't give them the people of the budget, how could you expect them to be successful? Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, of course, you're setting them up to leave in eighteen yeah. months. I mean, beyond even potentially the skillness yeah. match. Um, you know, you, you mentioned the data team mm. and how they're kind of, you know, they're a service to help other groups to to, to help achieve business performance. Yeah. Um, you know, in that sense, let's come back to our analogy that I'm hoping we can continue mm. to extend here. Yeah. Um, you know, is the data team not really the lawyers? Are they the paralegals that are just
2: helping out? Oh, uh, so so uh, yeah, okay, uh, I, I like it. All right, so so uh, so your the lawyer is your representative of the data team. So. Mm. Yeah, he's he's had his whole like team of experts, got a whole team of experts that are helping build up that business case. Um, so I, I think in, in that law, I would like to think it's a CDO is that lawyer, okay. and and then and then all the other ones, all, all the, 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 the the rest of the team are doing the doing all the background, the research, um, verification, advisory as well. You know, you need experts, and I suppose. Is there, there will be your expert witnesses that you've spoken to that you'll yeah. wheel them up if you need to. Interesting. But you'll wheel them up at the right time. So but the
1: expert witnesses are other people within the organisation?
2: I, or, I think it's both. You're, you're right, actually. I think the problem with using the expert witnesses from within your organisation, they can't go and... Well, they can become the expert witnesses if they have proved credibility and, and, and have delivered value previously. Then they're your reference cases. I think... Otherwise it's wheeling someone in front of an organization that's like, Oh, maybe a consultancy company, you know. So someone that's coming and going, you know, we've seen this, We, we can we can tell you if you do these things, you'll have this impact. We've seen it before.
1: Mm. So, so, these are the external people. Yes. The
2: yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Expert win is you. So, in the
0: Kirk case, you bring in the psychologist or something to say, exactly. well, Here's how the mind works and why yeah. the criminal exactly. mind the, thought the this. Sleep right. expert. Right. Right. Yeah. So, really here's work. how
2: governance works and here's yeah. how you should actually do yeah. it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the lip reading expert. I mean, you know, someone is an expert. In yeah, a particular the body field. Language expert. yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's interesting. So, uh, two things I think I'm hearing here is one is that, you know, sometimes it's the data team providing the evidence mm. and it's the business kind of advocating sometimes yep. it's the data team advocating and the business providing the evidence right so it's kind of a mix of things but it's it feels like you're advocating for a pretty strong role yes. for data teams around business value yes. versus the flip side being kind of what i mentioned around the paralegals who were like hey like we're uh, we, yeah, 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 we, yeah we're just managing the bits like you yeah. know
2: uh, you're the business right now, when you go back to the you know you've got forensic experts in in that case of DNA evidence or um, footprint evidence, or even, even go back to the dexter days of blood splatter. You know, yeah. trying to say it's a bit dark. You know, but um, you know there, there are experts in, in each of these areas that that will be able to provide historical evidence from how they've done this before to prove and, and provide, that, provide that capability. that KP. So I think your 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 data your data team, external and external, because you don't not everyone has to be. When I say the data team. It, it could be some external people you brought in as part of that data team. So it's the CEO's data function. You could even brought some partners in, but you know, it, it, it is that, 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 you know, that full capability at its control. And I think that the other, the other thing we talk about, business processes and, and the logging, the metadata, you, you need some experts in that to go and analyze that data to give you the results back of it. And you need to make sure that they're accurate. Because if you go stand up in that court of law and you go and um, present uh, inaccurate information you know you can be struck off the bar you know or whatever you know in, in that legal terms you know you can be um uh, no longer have the credibility in that industry because you have seem to be fraudulent or or, uh, or uh, not, not not delivered or don't have that credibility anymore. so um
1: now now I'm excited we're going on this analogy I was seeing how much we can take it further um but it seems like False analogy is like oh, you're always in court. But that's not really where I want to ah, always be in court. Right. Like, I just I no. want to actually never be in court.
2: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That, so that, that is the end of objective, and this is what I spill onto another analogy. Yeah. <laughs> so I love mixed analogies. Yeah. So so um, what 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 you want? Uh, I'll go to electric car scenario. Okay. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so you you need you need to get to your journey, but you know that you're gonna have to refuel r- regular and you want to make sure that that refuelling process is the most streamlined activity that you have to do so the, the scenario you meant before you know before it's optimized you know you have to go to the do what you have to do you have to drive your car along you know you go and plug it into a standard standard plug it's going to take you 12 hours to recharge your car because you're, you're using a sub-optimized process and you haven't got all the facilities that make it um very, very quick, very quick recharge capability. Okay, so you take that the full, full other way around, it's what you want to get to is that that recharge capability, that recharge thing. Is the CEO is by the way need a bit more cash. You know what stuff I've for you earlier. It was all great. You know, I made a load of money. You got your bonus. You can out some more. Yeah, no worries. Come, come. So you just get that money them to your cost center via an email. That that is the that is the data oasis. You know, we've been living in data mirages for too long. You know that end game is, is is um you know it's it's the oasis that doesn't exist. Wait,
1: so to quote you data oasis get money by email. <laughs> Tim, this is another T-shirt. Yes, please. I put data
2: oasis get money by email. get money by yeah. email. And on the back, data mirage. Go go to court for three weeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 this. You know, Okay, we need to get to the t-shirt business with all this stuff.
2: Yeah. By the way, I, I do have yeah. one of the honest BS t-shirts I got given it earlier, but there was no changing facility, so I saved uh, I saved the the surrounding area, I'm not <laughs> having to, honestly, have to change.
1: I, I'm now now curious where else are we going to take? Now we're talking yeah. about barrages and indexes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where is it? Where else is this going? Tell
2: take- me about the data desert. <laughs> the data desert. Uh, okay.
1: That's a, yeah, that's, <laughs> to to the that's a very,
2: very dry and long walk with a very hot and unenjoyable. Um, well, yeah.
1: Uh, okay, so, I mean, another topic here, hmm. given what you presented earlier today. Yeah. Anything you want to say about data products?
2: Yeah. Um, I, I think it does lead into this this ways of working well, or by achieving the what is
1: a data product
2: with respect uh, to the, okay. the court? Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, here in fact, we're on the fly here today, that's not something I even thought of. So a day okay, so I, I think I think in that core analogy is your business case you're putting forward is to go and deliver that data product. So it, it is a project in that case. And and your object needs to provide associated value, business value. So otherwise why signing off a project? Um, so I, I think if you use that word project, project could be an enhancement to a product or it could be a product on its own. Um, and let's try and unpack the word "product," because I, I mean, I, I'm part of. It. There's many groups I'm, I'm part of that are discussing this, and you know that there is that pure purist end of the spectrum, and, and there is a pragmatic view as well. And um, yeah, and if, if I was to probably go for that, maybe a purist view. Maybe maybe I'm guilty of this myself. And it's, it's a product isn't a product until it's a scoop. You know, it has a skew. It has a. It's in your pimp. Your. your, uh,
1: that, that, your... That's the. Pragmatic. No, no, the, the oh, purist, no. I, mean I the think,
2: think as a purist. A purist. A purist. Oh, I, I think that's using product in its true, true sense. I don't think when we talk about data products, normally we're talking about that. Okay. It could be you're selling that data if you're the Nielsen's or or. Uh, um, experience of the world, it is a skew. You go and buy it, I want this data set. Yeah. Or is it the marketplace? Yeah, we you come we to like to call thing? this like
0: uh, data products have boundaries. Like it, yeah. It's a thing,
2: right? Yeah. 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 So, so, you're right? Like, yeah, no, I, yeah, I like that. It, it's a thing. So, so taking it as a tourist form of product has a skew. And then a, a data product, I don't think, when we're talking about it normally, we're talking about is is it is a line item inwards. What we're talking about is it is something that provides business value. It's something that solves a problem. Um, MIT have got, I mean, I take this slightly to monetization, and if, if anyone's watched a show earlier, listened to this, you're gonna hear me repeat myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it, it maps to um, MIT have coined the terms um wrap, sell and improve. And um when sales are easy and it does it is that skew scenario okay that, that that scenario is you're selling your data you need an invoice for that data you get it money for that data um and then improve it is all about that business process optimization so you're improving and becoming more efficient um if you can't measure it you can't improve it so you need to have that business process that, that, it, that, it, that it is actually um that you're measuring against. And then the, the last the last one is the wrap, which is not quite so obvious, first of all. And um, a wrap is a, is a symbiotic capability you're giving to maybe a poor product that makes it stickier or, or more user friendly, or maybe you could charge a bit more for that additional feature on it. But it, it, it's, you know, I probably have, um, everyone has apps on their phones, their bank, you know, and you'll see that they'll probably have. Maybe an FX rate conversion on or whatever this, or whatever little calculator for this. They'll make you money from that, but they want to keep you on on the, the app or the platform you're, you're on. So they're trying to make it sticky, but make it sticky in a nice way that it, it's you like using it. And again, in, in, in the book, we've got this analogy of um, um, yeah, you, there's many, there's many products, sticky products out there. They're sticky for the wrong reasons. You know, they're sticky because they're so hard to move away from. Or um, you're locked in with a, a license degree. It, yeah, the, the sticky that I, I referred to this is that I much prefer the scenario that I'm in, I'm in a a, a deluxe like holiday resort, and I don't want to go because it's so great, rather than to have uh, Stockholm syndrome and actually be held kept captive by my <laughs> by my vendor mm. uh, and having to enjoy it. I, I've, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I have no other option of being here, so. So each of those things could be could be seen as uh, as a product, I, anything that is providing a tangible, evidenceable um, value, um, and that business value, it, it, yeah, as we've defined it now, it doesn't have to be directly attributed to fossil mine It could be, it could be uh, a carbon footprint zero zero um
1: zero emissions right. he, yeah did you see like apple's latest uh commercial oh, around the sustainability yeah. and they're like that type of stuff is like yeah. what we were talking earlier it's like that may be a goal but that, i can't say that uh that's providing no. that's profit or anything no, like, no. but time goes on and like now it's i late, late now weekend. now now i can say if we don't do this, you're yep. going to lose money. But actually, you don't know how much.
0: Exactly, Apple's yeah. probably yeah. one of the best at this. I mean, uh, with privacy as well, they were one of the first companies to be much more. on like, oh, like all your information is going to be private. Yeah, they did that How much <laughs> oh, Yeah, And how much that? Of that was like purely turning into profit versus a longer term investment? Yeah. Um, it, so and one last topic I think we want to unpack with you is. Around return on investment. Yeah, um, you know, is you know, we talked about business value. We talked about data products. You know, wrap it, so, sell it. You know, yeah. is, is the ROI equation a simple one, or is it more? No, complicated? I, I, one? I think it's
2: a complicated. One. Yeah. And I think this is why um, I've moved away from using the term ROI to describe to describe business value. Uh, because, so you don't
0: like that term too much in uh, this context. No,
2: I, I think yes, yeah. in some some, in I think maybe not in the large scale. In some small use cases, you know. It it, it is not a bad, but I think it's overused because it's never evidenced, so Ah. it'll tell you, okay. Oh, that's
1: a good one. So
2: you'll say, okay, and you see it here, if you walk around the stands here, you'll you'll say, it'll make your teams 20 times more um, more, uh, efficient, you're going to get 20 times ROI of the same team. Are we? Where's your evidence? And I don't want to see some like white paper, you've got some company to go and well the
1: typical thing there is like we save you X amount of hours, how many people you get the yeah, salary yeah,
2: yeah. But, but it's all kind of yeah. theoretical. So I, I, so I think it is too too theoretical and it, so to going back that you know, the business, you are then asking the right questions of how does it affect my business performance? and you know return investment looked on its own it, it's nothing it, it needs to be linked to business strategy your business vision, you know, and that is the top level. Everything needs to hang off that. If if it doesn't if it isn't if it isn't aligned to what you're why are you doing it? Why have you built a dashboard for it? Why have you built a pipeline for it? It's now an overhead that no one's looking at. And I had a um, another concept, a KPI KPIs. <laughs> so, there's so many KPIs out there, who's actually tracking the KPIs on these KPIs to see how, how <laughs> valuable they are, Tell you
1: that, that's the meta meta. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
2: it, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know how far we're gonna take this, in the KPIs, KPI, I, I don't even go that far, but it, it is, you know uh, it's uh, what what are what are we what how are we how are we assessing the usage of this how are we how are we looking at um i, I think on the on the on the show earlier i think we we're talking about it, is that you, know, you need to deprecate stuff you know we, we we have we have stuff and i think the product mentality products go into life products expire product, but you we've all seen our um our data landscapes. There's a lot of stuff that's just left around for quite a long time. Yeah, and I think that's because we haven't looked at impact up. Um, yeah. We haven't removed that code when it's no longer needed. Um,
0: well, and sometimes we're missing missing the metadata picture around that, right? Hmm. Like, you know, I, I, I sense that a lot of companies they they're afraid to get rid of dashboards or KPIs or transformations because yeah, yeah. they're like uh, we don't we don't know what yeah, that's going to affect, yeah. and we don't really want to. We can't. We don't have time yeah, yeah. to do the
2: work right, right. now. If you had a good observability it. product or monitoring product, that understood the usage of it. Then, yeah. um, usage. 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 It yeah.
1: of, then you've uh, got to connect it to the people.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Right?
1: At the end of the day, this is all centered on people. If you are not using this shit, then why are we actually doing it?
2: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've got. I mean, I don't like the word observability too much because it's
1: a uh, oh, honest, no BS take. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Please it's, open up. Uh, okay. And the reason why is because it. If I go and speak to five different vendors, they'll all have to review what it is. And I like the term monitoring, and monitoring has a number of levels. If you capture every single level, I think then that is your observability capability. But I think what you have out there is is a lot of monitoring products that are monitoring different bits that are all calling themselves observability. So what are those bits that you can be monitoring? Right. So I think there's six levels. So I think that the first level is is your application performance monitoring. So your APMs, uh, your Data Dogs, New Relic of the world, yeah. you know, it, it, it's and it may not be relevant to all uh, all data platforms depending on what you've got. And I think the next level is your SaaS products. So um, you're going to have your software as a services. It's it's looking at how they're used, how they're performing. And I think the next level after that is the uh, con No, no, next one is connectivity. No, I I think that that's that's basically. The movement of data between each of those locations. So, does it actually um, does it does it fail at some point? Then, words, is content. So, content is what's being moved from one level. So, you're not losing roles, no. So, losing r- rows or, or losing data. And the next one is I think quality. And a quality comes in two types. You've got quality ingest, and you've got quality over time degradation. You know, you got that that. Um, uh, uh, over time, data drift, you know, it's getting worse over time. It was alright to have the odd null now and then, yeah. now I'm getting 90% nulls. The algorithm I trained before that only had 10% nulls is now worthless, because it's going to be the wrong answer and actually probably cost me money because it's making incorrect decisions.
0: And quality injustice, Uh, quality uh, as part of the transformation yeah, and it's, it's quite,
2: so you can, Yeah, so some things you can check when they come in and, and for example, you mm. know, um, ranges or, or not but over time you can look at deviations in uh distinct values between things so you you know you only have three thousand customers but then suddenly it goes up to nine thousand okay
1: know. so let's 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 connect all of this because i'm actually surprised we got into this observability I don't know, oh, yeah, you, which is interesting yeah they'll connect it back to business value like oh. should we be observing everything
2: and no no, no, no I, I think yeah so i think there's the right the right path of what you need to observe at different points that, that will make you enable you to make the right decisions I think what's relevant was the last level, which is the usage, who, why, and how they're using it. So you go back to that, yeah, KPI, KPIs, like little little side what we went on to is if you're knowing how many, how, who's using it, when they're using it, you know whether you can start deprecating it. And then if you actually go to people who like, are you are you using it, would this be better? Let me deprecate these things because I've got something better you may not have known existed. If you had a good, Catalog out there that would be able to show like the knowledge how it's connected. Maybe they'd say, oh, you're getting this data from the same place." There's also another dashboard that has all these other metrics on you didn't even know about. It. Hell yeah, I want that one. That, that one's so really good to me now. Yeah. So, and I've seen I've seen scoping up and sizing um, uh, migrations, and it costs a lot. You know? And if you have got four thousand reports, isn't it better to go and have? Some monitoring observability capabilities that are looking at the usage bar to remove how much stuff you're going to migrate because the cost of putting in that monitoring of that metadata is going to be a lot less than migrating things and reports you never used.
1: Woo! We've gone through so much. And, and you know what? I finished my beer. You're about Tim. You're you're, you're really behind.
2: I'm behind, but I'm taking great notes. We're taking notes. He's so taking more notes. Of me. Got, all right. I've got one hour to another two hour. Yeah, yeah, we got it. All
1: right. Let us let, let, let's, let's head to our uh, AI minute. So, you got one minute to rant about AI. Go.
2: Uh, hallucinations are great.
1: <laughs> Expand. Ah, uh, well, the
2: reason why they're good is because um, it gives us storytelling, you know, it does fill in the gaps. So knowing when to use hallucinations in, in, in AI mm-hmm. uh, and when not to, you don't want to hallucinate about things that are, that are on mission critical. But you may want to use it to actually create a story that then you can go and use in your court of law. That then can go and get you the the uh, the sign
1: off you need. Beautiful way of closing. Yeah, how they connected it back to the court of law. <laughs> Actually, I agree with you very much on like hallucinations that you want about ideation, creativity. This is perfect for it. Yep. And my rule of thumb is if it sounds like a fact, then you exactly. gotta go check it out. Exactly, so, that's it. All right, lightning round questions. Woo! Oh wow, Tim. All right, quick questions. We'll see. Number one, do data people sufficiently know what data value means for the organization?
0: No. All right. <laughs> Great. All right. Number two. You mentioned that the data in chief data officer might lead us down a certain path, maybe yeah. a technical path. Yeah. Should it be different? And secondary question are you a fan of CDAO?
2: Uh, yes, I am a fan of CDAO. I think, uh-huh. I think you can't, one can't operate without the other. The more control we put over an individual, and if it means it is going to prevent another role proliferation, where you've got both of them in an the organization, which means it's less likely you're going to achieve. The, the outcome desired or desired outcome no uh, it, it, it's probably good to combine right. i think that leads back to the product thing quite well is because the data and the analytics part is the product mm. how about a chief data product officer that's not bad i like that i like yeah. that as well nah. yeah yeah <laughs> cdpo yeah if it, it does sound like a star wars um yeah. c3 <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: all right next question is the data team going to Play a key role to drive business value around 100%. AI. Oh, around AI.
2: AI. yeah, yeah 100. Okay. I mean, um, percent. I think one good thing that's come out of the generative AI boom hype, or whatever you want to call it, is it's rubbish, shit, without without good data. And the only way of getting good data is good data management capabilities, good data quality capabilities, good cataloging capabilities, um, good good data governance in general. Um, without any of those things, you're not going to be able to uh, have a successful AI uh, implementation.
1: Tim, you got a final one.
2: Final
0: question. Can every company benefit from a data product approach?
2: I think so. I think so. I think it's an educational piece. And I, I think that, I, I like to use the term, the art the possible. And it goes back to what I talked earlier, is that the, the, the business don't know what data to do. The data team's role is to, to demonstrate what the answer possible is for them to say that's the value. I mean don't don't ask what your data can do for you, ask what you what you can do with your data. Yeah. <laughs> don't Woo! ask
0: what your data can do for you.
2: Yeah, ask what you ask ask what you no, don't ask what you can do for your data, ask what your data can do for you. Ah, there you go. Yeah. There you
1: go. All right. Tim, All right. takeaway times. Take us away with the takeaways. You.
0: Uh, all right. Takeaways. Hey, there's a laptop over here. Hey, everybody. Um, so, I, got my, I got my iPad over yeah, here. Too, so um, uh, great conversation. Key takeaway started off with honest, no BS. What is business value? Uh, and you said that you've been iterating on this a lot. As, a, as an aside, I'm yep. curious about some of the previous iterations. How, yep. <laughs> you, how you decided that something wasn't quite right. But you've yep. got some very specific words here. Evidenceable, Yep. Positive. Yep. Impact. Yep. On your company performance. Yeah. Um, and it's not always gonna be profit, was a key thing you mentioned, exactly. right? And it depends on kind of what mode you're in. Yep. Uh, a couple of different modes that you mentioned, including a hybrid kind of option. First option of a mode that your business might be in was fiscal mode, trying to save some money on the budget. This is a situation where maybe quick wins are more important. Yep. Uh, maybe cost savings is a little bit more of a, of a focus. Maybe it's just really you know, A plus B equals C, kind of quick math, right? Uh, and you focused on, a, I think, a very useful definition. You said friction. Friction yep. is the time, complexity, and effort to do something. Yeah. Uh, and we have friction. You're going to have drop-offs in whatever funnel for whatever business process uh, that you might be, be looking at. And these drop-offs are things that if you can address them, if you can optimize them, that's stuff that can affect this fiscal year, which is kind of, I think, how you yeah. were thinking about the fiscal mode. Uh, and you've said, uh, you know, this really then links to business processes. You Can't measure friction if you don't have a clear understanding of your business processes. And we all don't do that enough well, You mentioned uh, yeah. I've never seen anyone maintain their business process models beyond sort of the initial event that maybe triggered yeah. them documenting it. So it's very important for you to do a better job of, of, of documenting those critical business uh, workflows. You also talked about um, metadata being critical because it, it represents how the business works and you can improve the operational efficiency by focusing on it and, and also the criticality of meta metadata, the data yeah, yeah, about yeah. the metadata, which is also important. Then you mentioned the second mode. Which is growth mode? We did cover a lot, did not we? We did. (laughs) Uh, And you know, you mentioned a lot of the vendors that are here at the the, the conference, (laughs) and a lot of them are in growth mode, where it's uh, it's not necessarily about hey, let's get profitable. It's hey, here's a bunch of money, here's a bunch of investment. Like, get competitive differentiation, get market share, get number of customers. Uh, Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's uh, and that's important too. And even like building a data capability sometimes can be more of a growth mode consideration because of how much investment it requires. but you know probably the majority of companies are really in this hybrid mode which is you know hey you're trying to get these quick wins and uh, so that you can invest in that growth and you're saying, you're trying to sort of take the savings to invest in your growth, keep your stakeholders on the journey, make sure you get those quick wins so you can satisfy the fiscal needs while also progressing the growth needs. Uh, and finally, before I pass it to Juan, uh, you had a great analogy around the legal system. You know, you're doing this legal case, you need evidence to back up your arguments. Uh, you're moving your way up through the court system and eventually you get to the final judge, that's the CEO, yeah. right? Um, and, uh, and you have to get kind of good at this process. Uh, Small cases or other precedent or other credibility Mm, that you build—that's going to help you to be able to make your arguments better and to move up that system more effectively. Uh, Who's the best lawyer? Well, maybe it's the CDO. Maybe that's actually the person who should be really driving this. And the data team is not the paralegals; they're deeply involved. I think CDO is the is the the CDO is your lawyer. Juan, what about you?
1: Well, first of all, the business doesn't understand what the data teams do. And this is a big problem because yeah. if you ask HR, what do you do? Sales, what do you Marketing, what do you do? Very clear answer, very clear, crisp answer. Mm. We don't have that for the data teams. Your your answer to that is they they are in service to help other groups improve their business performance using data. Yep. Right, using yeah. data. But there's like all this confusion when you think about the CDO, the CTO, the CIO, and all the old yeah. reporting. you you, it's really hard to have a very clean uh have the clear structure you really need to go map this out it's very key to really understand how that works in your organization but um so the other issue there is that you realize that we're probably setting up for failure a lot of these cdo's cdo you have this massive agenda but you're not giving them the people on the budget i mean they're not going to be successful and that's why they they may leave in 18 months there's a lack of accountability around this stuff now what role does the data team play for business value? Going back to the analogy of, of, of the legal system, the lawyer is a representative of the data team, which is going to be the CDO. The rest of the team are doing all that background work to be able to kind of provide all that that, that strong work that's needed for the business value. Also think about expert witnesses. You need external folks who are here to show the expertise outside to guarantee that work. Like maybe it's even consultants to go do that. But taking this... Uh, Journey, there's this analogy further you don't always want to be in a court at the end of the day it's like a journey so we're, we're switching now to a, a car ev journey like well if you need to get to a destination you need to gotta plan it out so you need to plan out that journey so it's like a data oasis is uh just getting money by email and the data mirage is you go to court for three weeks or more around that we jump into data products and i like it's it, it's the case that you're making in that whole legal analogy right you're putting this forward to accomplish um think about, it's a project too like it's the product itself is a product or an enhancement to an existing project or product you can think about it from a purest point of view it's a product in it's true sense it has a skew it has boundaries to the thing but the other way of seeing it is like it just solves a problem it provides that business value and you're taking this uh, this uh, kind of approach from MIT the the sell improve wrap. so selling I mean the you're, you're selling, making money there. You're improving, so you're taking a business process. You're understanding it. you need to be able to, to make that better, so that means that you need to have a way of measuring where you are today so you can improve that. You know what you're improving. You can measure the improvement. And a wrapping is that you take the part that exists, and just kind of make it stickier, make it more user-friendly. Um, then on ROI, like it is complicated about this whole ROI. In small use cases, probably okay, but the issue with ROI is that it's overused because it's not evidence, and I really, really like that. Uh, and at the end of the day, this all has to be linked to your business strategy and your business vision. If it doesn't align to the align to the why, then it's an then it's an overhead that no one is looking at. It's like this extra tax that people have no freaking idea why they're paying it. Right? Who is tracking the KPIs of the KPIs? Like the, we're now in the meta meta space around here, and it's that's why it's critical to understand the usage of these data assets and data products. And we wrapped up talking about the usage about observability, a word that you do not like because if you talk to five different vendors, you get five different definitions. You prefer monitoring. Uh, there's six levels we talked about. Application performance monitoring, like the data dogs, the new relics, SaaS products, connectivity, what what the moving is, if the moving is working, the content, what has been moved, the quality and ingest, and in overtime, if there's data drift, and the usage around it, right? Um, woo!
2: How did we do? We did well. I mean, I, I'm, I'm surprised. No, I think mean, you've written up better than I could have. I'm like, ask well, you notes. I can, I can check it. I don't know. Take the transcript
1: of this and yeah. play the GPT. Yeah. Uh, all right. Wrap up because uh, we need more beer and yep. it's, it, we're have, We got more stuff to do here. For
2: we got, yeah, we got All
1: right. right. Quickly. What's your advice about data? About life? Second, who should we invite
2: next? And third, what are the resources you find right. So my like my advice. I think. I suppose anyone listening on their data grid, don't do a job you don't like. Uh, that. Yeah, do it. Do it because you're learning something new, you're you're adding value, uh, or you're learning a new domain. After that, you're working. You're, they're not, they're getting more out of you than you're getting out of them. Um, what? Who, who's on right next? I would have to have my my data value wingman, as I call him, uh, Matt Housley. Um, yeah, so he, he's uh, me and him working together on this uh, on this book that we coined the high performance data paper, Um when a lot of this stuff we're unpacking what business value is and how you can achieve it.
1: And finally, what resources do you follow?
2: People well, well, yeah, LinkedIn, I mean, obviously blogs. yourself obviously yourself, Ryan, and, and, and this this show. I mean um, Joe does some great stuff. I mean, obviously he's got his nerdy rants, he's got the money bought in data chat. Uh there's there's a lot of I mean Ben Rogan's great. in A lot of his stuff he puts out there, and if you're an engineer, you won't find any better stuff on on, on YouTube for that. Um, yeah, m- many people. I, I think the, the good thing is don't just focus on a few. You know, have have a have the more the more different views you can take on, the more you can shape them into your own. Um, so yeah, don't don't just live into one vendor or one uh, or, or one one individual. Yeah, have a have a have a selection that maybe be given different perspectives on things. Um, definitely have some business folks in there, you know, because uh, we are, we do always go down with that technical, uh, into technical weeds. That's uh, good advice. Yeah. yeah, I think sometimes it's
0: easy to listen to maybe only data podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Expose yourself to some other disciplines, business, etc. Yeah.
1: And with that, I'm done. I'm You're done. done. Great Believe
0: show, hard. guys. Great show. Cheers. 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 Okay. Thank you, Chris.
2: Thank you.
0: Thank <music> you.